my friends oh my gosh what's up guys hello everybody welcome back to the podcast my name is abby murphy my alexa just turned on whenever i said hi to you guys so she's here too so it's not just me you're joined with alexa today too my name is abby murphy i am the host of the that's life pod um i'm so glad that you're here this is a christian podcast dedicated to talking about the transitions of life going through different things for all age ranges hopefully this can um relate to you in some way i'm so happy you're here you did not just stumble across this podcast episode this specific one or this podcast in general you are here for a reason you're meant to be here and i'm so glad that you're here so please stick along with us as um well us me and alexa i guess as i just talk to you as the lord speaks through me i always pray um before that the lord speaks through me and shares what he wants to share i'm not gonna lie very rarely have i felt not like i didn't not I love doing the podcasts and I could just sit here and talk forever, but like I want to make each one intentional and I just don't really know what to talk about. Like there are um, like so many things that I want to talk about, but it's like I don't want to talk about them if I don't have enough information or like I don't feel confident enough to talk about that topic yet just because I want to like at least have my thoughts gathered somewhat. Like, yes, rely on the Lord, but also you got to like do your, do your research, do your stuff, kind of know what you're talking about. And that involves, you know, getting into the word and and doing things. So there are certain topics that I'm holding off on just because I want to do a little more like digging in deep with those topics. So this is like the first podcast where I've been kind of like, hmm, like, like, what do I talk about? Like there were so, you know, I started this in December. It's the end of February now. So it's almost been two months and wait, December, January, February. Well, I started like mid December, I guess. So it was like uh, two, two and a half months. But anyways, um, I don't know. I've just, this is like the first time where I'm kind of like, Hmm, like, what do I, what do I talk about? But I think we're, y'all are really going to enjoy this podcast topic today. I'm super, super excited. And I actually was having a conversation with my boyfriend and, uh, was like, Oh my gosh, wait, I should talk about this. So good timing. God's timing. It's always perfect. Um, if you are new to this podcast. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Abby Murphy. I'm 19 years old. I go to Belmont University and I'm a musical theater major and I like to do, I like Jesus. I love Jesus a lot. So usually how these podcasts work, I will give a little life update, usually like mm, 10 to 12-ish minutes I try. Sometimes I go overboard just because I really like to talk. Um, But yeah, so I'll talk a little bit, life update, and then we'll pray, get into the message, do a couple things here and there, throw a little plug into the Instagram. I might as well just do that now. If you want to stay more connected and a little more interactive with the pod, head on over to at D that's life pod. Oh my gosh. Did you just hear my voice crack? I heard, I heard a voice crack. Oh well, whatever. Um, head on over to the that's life pod on Instagram. I do lots of polls, lots of questions. I post every other day, every day. I try to get something out there. I love that Instagram. I don't know why. There's just something about it. I just love doing it. Anyways, that's all I really have to say. Let's get into the life update. So basically my life's been pretty boring. It's like, it's great, but it's just kind of like normal, I guess. It was just a very normal week. 
I had like a stressful day here and there, but I mean, really, since the last time I filmed, it's been two weeks because today's Thursday. Tomorrow I'm uploading this episode. Um, and I, last week I filmed on a Monday, so it's been a fat minute and yeah, honestly, like I'm, I'm just chilling. Life is great. I'm happy. And that sounded like really unhappy when I said I'm, I was, I was like, oh, I'm happy. But I actually genuinely am really happy. I'm just very content with where life is right now, which is so exciting to say. It's so exciting to say. If you know my story, then you know it hasn't always been like that. So I'm, I'm really excited. I'm sitting here with a blanket on my desk. I got my class done for the day and I'm just kind of chilling. I've, I've really been prioritizing um, people and prioritizing rest. And that's something that's super hard. Like yesterday, I was done at three and I had no idea what to do with my day. And I was like, wait, this is a problem. I need to calm the heck down because it was like, I'm done at three. What do I do? What do I do? You know, like I was like, what do I do with this time? I can rest and that's okay. And that's something you should schedule in if you're not able to rest often. Um, So yeah, I highly encourage that. But yeah, life's great nutrition update oh my gosh wait y'all have no idea okay so if you've been here for a while then you're gonna find this normal but if this is your first podcast don't think I'm crazy I don't always talk eh, that's a lie I do always talk like this I'm very very open and I tell you guys everything on the pod um so my boys just turn your ears off for like two seconds but I started my period yay okay boys you can come back but this is something that I've been I've I haven't had it for like two years so it's like a health thing at this point it's not like um it's not like a scare you know what I mean no 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 um I anyways that's a topic for another time Ooh, maybe I should talk about that the birds of the bees (gasps) wait I'm gonna talk about the birds of the bees but later not now um Anyways, so yeah, so I start literally the day after I filmed the podcast of me feeling like unconfident in my body and really like upset and emotional. The day after I started my period, bruh, it all makes sense. It all made sense. I was like, oh my gosh, I literally freaked out was having like, this is so big. It's been two years. This is awesome. I'm, I'm just so happy. And so yeah, my body's, you know regulating metabolisms getting back in order um I'm hungry I am hungrier than ever I could literally eat four plates of food and and just continue eating it's crazy which my well I call her my mentor but she's my friend slash mentor slash sister away from I guess home but my sister lives here so just like an additional like sister in Christ I guess her name's Mallory she was a guest on the pod but she was telling me about how like extreme hunger is the thing when your body starts to recover and let me tell you that is for real I there were some days I just kept like bottomless pit just eating and eating and eating but you have to honor those hunger cues because your body's like replenishing itself so yeah that's just what I've been doing and it's kind of scary and sometimes I mean I still feel guilty after I like eat maybe like some bad foods. Um, but I never let it get me down. I never let it change the way I eat from that. And I just have to push those voices out of my head. And I encourage you to do the same. If it's something you have struggled with are struggling with, um, you know, society tells us that like regular foods are bad for you. And that's just not the case at all. Um, but if you want to hear more on that topic, head over to that's Ed and we can chit chat it up over there. Uh, yeah, nutrition-wise, that's great. So everything's great there. 
life-wise, um, working on the show, we're doing Godspell. Um, I'm saying um a lot. I need to stop saying um. Oh, I cut out coffee because I was drinking too much coffee. And it's, it's honestly just like an aesthetic thing. Like, I just like to drink coffee. Like, it's the vibe of coffee. It's not even, I like the taste. I don't need the caffeine. I usually drink decaf, but for some reason, nobody in this town sells decaf coffee, like in the, like already brewed. I'm like, bruh, I just like the taste, but apparently the rest of America doesn't. So unpopular opinion, decaf over caffeinated coffee, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, I'm cutting that out. I'm trying to figure out what I want to give up for Lent slash add in for Lent slash is there something I want to do for the Lent season or just continue on the path that I'm continuing on. I'm really praying about it. I'm not sure. I thought about giving up running, um, but I really haven't been running that much. So I don't think that that, I don't know. I thought about coffee as well, but like, there's so many times where it's, like, it's a bonding thing. Like, oh, let's go get coffee or let's go. Like, that's enjoyable and it's not, I don't know. The reason for giving something up for Lent, and if you don't know what the Lent season is, it's basically 40 days before Easter and you just, you fast um, or or my family, or you can, like, add in something. Basically, it's just, like, 40 days to focus your intentions more on the Lord by giving up or adding something in. Adding something meaning, like, reading your Bible every day prayer for however long, blah, 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 you know, or taking away some, a lot of people do like foods, like giving up sweets and all that. I will not be doing that. Um, I gave up like social media one year. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I might like write every day. I don't know. I'm just praying over it. I don't want to do it just cause like, it feels like a challenge, you know, I want to do it genuinely. Like if I feel that need slash if the Lord lays something on my heart, but like right now I don't really feel any sir and I don't want to force it so I feel like I should just kind of do smooth sailing and then if some you know I keep praying about it and then if the Lord brings something into my heart then I'll do it um I don't know we'll see I'll fill you guys in yeah oh Godspell I was talking about Godspell so yeah we're working on Godspell I'm on set crew so I built that set I picked up a drill I picked up a nail gun a hammer a uh, I mean a chalk line really isn't that impressive but like carrying platforms. I'm impressed with myself. I do have to say, I don't like to brag, but, um, I, I do want to toot my own horn just a little bit. I, uh, yeah, I, I can keep up with the, with the men at work. Let me just say that. And I feel like there's an added level of like, yeah, I can do this because I'm the only girl on the set crew. So obviously I got to be a little more like, all right, let's get to work. Oh, let's get to work. Because I want to represent strong women. It's literally, like, six guys, and they're all so nice. I don't even, like, it's just the weirdo in me just, like, wanting to be like, yeah, women, strong girl. Boys are strong, too. Anyways, well, that's a topic for another time. But, I mean, like, it is scientifically proven that men are stronger than women. Like, just made that way. And, like, I don't know. We can dive into that. We can dive into that on a different podcast. But, wait, I'm getting so many good ideas now. I just love speaking. Talking is just so fun. On another note, my sister asked me to be her bridesmaid for her, or not her, wait, let me start over. Sorry, Morgan. My sister asked me to be her maid of honor at her wedding. 
so excited. Um, I mean, I can't, I already knew because she had, like, talked to me about it. I mean, we're each other's maid of honors. Like, we've already decided. Like, we decided that a long time ago. Well, Morgan was, like, planning her wedding out at, like, age nine. So, I didn't even know what a maid of honor was at that time. But, I mean, I was on, like, flower girl duty. Um, but, yeah. So, she's getting married in the spring. Not this spring, next spring. And she asked me on her birthday, which is the 21st, and it was the cutest little box with, like, some kombucha, because I don't drink, and she gave, like, all of her bridesmaids, like, champagne and stuff. But, um, she gave me that kombucha, because I love it. And it was, like, I got, like, a candle and all this cute stuff. It was just so cute. And the way she did it was in the cutest little box, and it's just very Morgan, and it was very intentional, and you could tell she really put a lot of thought into it. So, I'm so excited, and I love you, sister, and I can't wait. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's life right now. <laughs> that's life. That's life right now. And I've talked and I've literally talked for half the podcast. So maybe we should get into the main chunk of things today. I've been talking a lot about myself, uh, leading into a transition into what we're going to talk about today. Mm, you guys know who I am and you know whose I am, but how did it come to be this way? Today, we're going to talk about identity finding your identity in Christ um that's a journey I have struggled with more than you know and I'm about to expose myself for any people that are from my high school that have listened or that are listening to this you guys are about to learn a lot more about me um that you probably wouldn't have guessed so before we get into it let's just open up in prayer dear heavenly father I thank you for this day I thank you that Um, I get to speak on something that is so heavily placed on my heart today when I really was kind of confused on what to talk about for the whole week. Lord, I thank you for a comforting environment that I get to do this in, and I thank you for getting to share your word. Please speak through me and speak to each and every person listening. Um, They're here for a reason. Please help them know they're safe here, Um, and whatever's laid on their heart from this podcast or anything they encounter, um, please help them to share it and give them the confidence to do so. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, friends and family, so let's just dive in. I'll give you a little background. So, If you don't know what your identity, uh, the definition of identity in Abby terms is who you are, how you, uh, how you identify. Wow, that's really good. How you uh, associate yourself with, uh, what you associate, or I guess who you associate yourself with, how you um, define yourself as a person. Um, And this has been a huge struggle for me and I didn't really realize it was a struggle for me. So um, I would say I started struggling with like the whole identity, just like finding who you are. You know, everyone's like, oh, you find who you are, you find who you are. And that's so much pressure. Like when I went into high school, it was like total just freak out moment because it seemed like everyone knew who they were. Everyone had their, their thing. They were the jock. They were... Like, all these different stereotypes. You're the jock, you're the theater kid, you're the choir kid, you're the, like, president type beat, you're the spirit girl, you're the quiet kid. Like, there's so many different things. You're the Christian whatever. Like, I mean, even, like, there are Christian stereotypes. Like, we see on TikTok all the time. Like, the hand raiser, the arm crosser, the the tongue, like, speak in tongues. Like, there's just so many stereotypes that are labeled in... They put us in the, 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 it feels like there's like these boxes that we just have to like stay in. And so mine was the 
funny, crazy girl. And that's what I would define myself with basically all of freshman year was like, I, I, I have a very goofy personality and I love that about myself and I'm confident in saying I love that about myself. I don't think that's a bragging thing. I think that's, you know, realizing who you are and honoring your traits and your characteristics that make you you and I'm proud of that. But young freshman Abby was just so there was such a warped mindset. So backtrack a little bit. I had, I finished, I finished my eating disorder. I was in recovery from my eating disorder around spring of, uh, seventh grade year. And when you recover from an eating disorder, you kind of have to like relearn how to be social because you've pushed people out for so long. At least that was my experience. So eighth grade was like relearning how to love people, relearning how to interact with people because all I would think about all day, every day was food, how to get out of it. And so then I was like, wait, like I can invest in relationships with people and enjoy life because of the connections that I have. And so that was my first taste at like, I care about what other people think of me because people make me feel happy. This becomes toxic when you care about what people think about you and a period, period, and end of conversation. It becomes toxic when you care about what other people think about you in a way that it you let it change who you are. I think there's a healthy way of wanting to represent yourself in the right way. Example, I want to represent myself as a Christian um, who follows what the Bible says. Therefore, I will not post XYZ things. I will not walk around in these certain kinds of outfits. I will not speak in certain ways that the Bible does not promote. Um you know, all of these things that fit along with my morals and my values and what I have studied in the Bible, how the Lord uh, has laid out for women, and this applies to men as well, but I'm a woman, so I'll be speaking in the, the women terms, but how the Lord has um, laid out how women should represent themselves in the church, outside the church, in life, with believers, with non-believers, and so on. Um, and I encourage you to look into that if you literally just type up, like, all these different, I have so many verses right here about just like how you represent yourself. Um, wait, let's find one. So yeah, first Timothy two, nine through 10. I also want women to dress modestly with decency and propriety, adorning themselves, clothe themselves with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Um, like God has prepared for us to do these things. We should represent ourselves in a way that, uh, glorifies the Lord and do those things that he has prepared us in with, with a Christian mindset, with, uh, the mindset of, in everything you do, do it for the Lord. So for the longest time, I would just block verses like this out of my mind. And I just like, wouldn't even pay attention to them, honestly. And I struggled going in, going from that transition of eighth grade relearning how to be social to uh, high school people saying this is where you find who you are this is where you find your interests this is blah 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 and I just like clinged to that and thought I have to have this now I have to experience this now I need to know who I am now or else I'm going to be eaten alive and it's it's a it's a 
a scary thing to encounter because then that's when you try to fit this mold. That's when you see clicks happen and you change who you are, who you genuinely are to try to fit into this group so that you feel like you belong. And from experiencing that at such a young age, it still sticks with me. But I love that I encountered that at such a young age so that coming into college, which is like even more opportunities, even more influences, even more chances to go down the wrong path. I am confident and have learned this is this is who I am. This is what I stand for. Um, and I pray that this podcast can be um, a, a starting place for you, a uh, backup for you in a way, a, something you can turn to if you need an extra word of encouragement when you feel like no one else Uh, agrees with what you agree with or stands for what you stand for listen christianity the morals that we stand for are in the minority uh in this world and it's just gonna get smaller and smaller and smaller if we don't spread the gospel and like as blunt as i'm speaking right now it's the truth what we believe in is not popular in society society tells us do what you feel society tells us express yourself how you want to express yourself and you know me being in the art form that I am in the the musical theater world it's a hard balance to keep my morals as a Christian while also pouring into the environment that I am pouring into because I identify myself in the Lord and that's something that I have struggled with for so, 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 so long. So freshman year, I came in, was so scared, just so many new people. And for, I would basically say all of freshman year, so all of my high school friends listening, hi, exposing myself, all of freshman year, I just tried to be someone who I wasn't. And anyone who knew freshman year Abby would tell you she was crazy. And anytime you saw her, anytime you saw this freshman Abby, she was always so bright and bubbly and happy and just nothing was ever wrong and crazy and out there now people would say the same thing about freshman college freshman abby but it's from a genuine place and not a place that was forced like i would come home from school and just be exhausted because i was putting on this act of like i have to be the funniest person in the room i can only be the person that make people laugh i can like because i'm the funny girl because that's that's who i am i'm funny i'm the jokester. I'm the person that's crazy. So like, that's what I have to be. I can't be anything else. So if people would like come to me for advice and stuff. I would feel like I would have to make a joke all the time or else, well, who am I? You know, like if I don't say something funny within the next like five minutes, then people aren't going to want to hang out with me because there's so much pressure on me being the funny girl. And so, like, I have to be this funny girl. I have to be the class clown. I have to be... And I'm not kidding, y'all. Like, this was my mindset. And so, if I had an off day, I I would stress so much and just force myself to block out these feelings, totally not even taking it to the Lord. And I soon realized around spring of freshman year that people are going to love you for you, not for what that stereotype defines you as so i i started getting really close with the people in musical um my my freshman year spring and that's when i realized and i had a really hard day and they were all really 
supportive and there for me and told me they loved me even when I had an off day and wasn't, you know, a quote unquote performing for them. Like I felt like every every time I would interact with someone, I had to perform, I had to put on this act, I had to entertain. And it was those experiences in that musical that my spring freshman year was like the first time that I had experienced like, hey, we're going to love you no matter what. And I was like, how how is this possible? Where does this come from? And that's when I learned the idea of finding your identity in the Lord. And so it's a lot easier said than done, but it's something that once you I, um, understand the concept and the idea of it and allow yourself to give, to die to yourself for the Lord, that's when everything's going to change. And it needs to come from a place of a genuine uh, release. So how I would explain finding your identity in the Lord is thinking of he is our one Lord. There's no other idol. You cannot idolize yourself. You cannot idolize what people tell you. You are a child of God. That is your identity. I am the Lord's perfect, made in his perfect image. I am his child. That is my identity. That is who I am. And once you understand that concept, there's so much freedom in that. Because you can share, be whoever he calls you to be. It's, there's no pressure for you to figure out who you are because it's his plan. I don't have to plan out, hey, I'm going to be this, 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 and this. If we turn to the Lord in every situation, start our day off with the Lord, our natural personality will shine through. How he made us will shine through because he made us that way. We're not forcing ourselves to fit into a mold. We're not forcing ourselves to fit into a stereotype. We're not forcing ourselves to seek the approval of other people because we are gods. He's our biggest cheerleader. The whole entire world was created by him and yet he chose you and made you exactly how he wanted to make you. So if you identify in that, then who he made you to be will shine through. Then you don't even have to worry about that. We shouldn't worry anyways, but think about how much time it'll save you trying to impress people, trying to fit into groups that, whoa, I just like clicked. Um, how much time it'll save you, how much heartbreak it'll save you learning that like, hey, no one defines me except for my God. So yeah, like you guys may be known as the popular people at school, but like what, what does that give me? What does that offer to me? And, and what is, how does that spread the Lord? How does that spread the good news of the Lord? So I learned that in high school and Honestly, I've taken it with me in every every aspect of life and I will continue to take it with me in every aspect of life. I don't define myself as an actor. I don't define myself as a student. Um, when I'm a mother, I won't define myself as a mother. I won't define myself as a wife. I won't de- define myself as a strong, a runner. I won't define myself as whatever. I define myself as a child of the Lord. I am a Christian first. I'm a Christian that acts. I'm not an actor that is a Christian. I am a Christian that speaks. I'm not a speaker who goes to church. I am a disciple. I am a 
Christian before I'm a mentor. I'm a Christian before I'm a friend. I'm fill in the blank. But once we have that as our foundation, once we have that as our identity, you doors will open for you that the Lord has set before you because you're finally prepared for the task that he has for you because you know who you are. You know whose you are. Having an identity, I guess crisis is challenging in life and we're all going to have those times, those feelings where we say like who am I? Like like what am I doing here? What's my purpose? And that's a scary place to be, especially, I mean, now I'm in college and I experienced it in high school and now I'm experiencing it and I know for a fact I'm going to experience once I get out of college because we're trying to place our identity in worldly things. But the moment that you let yourself find your identity in the world and let the world find you, that's when you're going to fall. My mom always told me that we have a God-sized hole and we're going to try to fill it in. We have a God-sized hole in our heart and we're always going to try to fill it with things that will temp- be a temporary fix. So we'll we'll satisfy that hole in our heart with um, posting all these things on Instagram or finding that one friend group to fit in with or blah, 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 blah. But that's only going to be temporary. The only thing that'll fit in a God-sized hole is God. And we have to prioritize that. That's why you hear so many stories of like athletes who um, got injured and they didn't know what to do once they got injured because they had found their identity in their sport. That's what they defined themselves as. And once that was taken away, they didn't know who they were. That's how I felt whenever I had to decrease my exercise, whenever I lost my eating disorder. We all cling to these things that we identify ourselves as, but those things can be gone in an instant. And the Lord will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He's always by your side. And so I pray that you remember that and I pray that you find that important to that and uh, take that with you. So yeah, I am right on the 30 minute mark and mic drop. That's really all I have to say. I mean, it's a short and sweet message, but it's true and it holds true. And I pray that you got some good nuggets out of this today. So I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait until next week's episode. I'm going to try to get a guest on here. Oh, I'm so excited. Anyways, I'll see you guys next week. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.